0: Let me start off by asking you this question. What are you expecting this Christmas? Like, tomorrow's the big day. What what are you expecting? Like, what what, what are you looking forward to? Because everything's leading up to tomorrow, right? We've been in this series, Christmas Cheer, over the last month, and and we've been talking about joy, and, and joy is just something that we expect during the month of December. Joy is something we expect tomorrow. Joy is something that's just kind of forced on us. There's a little bit of pressure that goes along with tomorrow because we've bought into, and a lot of times we buy into this idea that all these things and all these gifts and the day off and all the food and all the food is what's going to bring us joy, right? But what we're really after and what we've been talking about through this month is lasting joy. like The kind of joy that goes beyond tomorrow, beyond a couple of hours after receiving the gifts. And what we're learning through this series is that that kind of joy, it only comes when we learn to trust, when we trust in the wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, like we read last week in the book of Isaiah. So back to this idea Of what are you expecting? You know, there's so much anticipation. It's leading up to the big day. We've been preparing for this. In fact, the um, churchy word that goes along with this season, and some of you that are from traditional church backgrounds, you may have heard of the word Advent. We're in the season of Advent. And basically what Advent is, is just a, a, a fancy way of saying preparing. It's just preparing and anticipating the arrival of Jesus. And to understand Advent, we got to go all the way back. we got to go all the way back to the beginning of the Bible. we got to go back to the Garden of Eden. we got to go back to Adam and Eve and their relationship with God and how they had that relationship with God that God wanted with all of us, that close, intimate, personal relationship. And it came from fully trusting in God until one day, and you know the story, they didn't trust, and they disobeyed. They trusted someone else, something else. And you know what happens. They disobeyed, and then sin entered the picture. And because of that, when sin enters the world, brokenness and pain and suffering happen. And even though this came into the world, and even though all this unfolded at this time, and even though it broke God's heart, God made a promise. He made a promise all the way back in the book of Genesis that he would send someone to crush the serpent's head. You know, this You probably heard that scripture that would crush the enemy, that would restore the broken relationship with God. And since that moment, man, Advent began, right? And everybody had this great expectation and everybody was looking forward to the day that this one would come. And you know the story and you know the Bible and the Old Testament prophets would come and they would prophesy about the one that would come that would relieve us, that would take away the sin in our life and that would restore the hope And give us peace. And bring the joy that we're looking for. And we've been waiting. We're expecting. And then one night, as we saw so beautifully illustrated here, there came a baby in a manger. And the waiting was almost over. And we turn to the book of Luke. We read Luke chapter 2. And we're going to read this together. We do this every Christmas Eve. But we find the beautiful story of the one that came to restore that relationship with God. And it says this. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were so greatly afraid. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. There it is, the one you've been waiting for. Here he is. Get ready. I bring you good tidings of great joy. For there is born to you this day. Here he is in the city of David, a Savior who is called Christ the Lord. And this is going to be your sign. You're going to find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, because this isn't normal. You're going to know that this is the one you're looking for because of how you find him in the manger. And then suddenly there was the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And then the celebration begins, right? Like he's here, the one we've been anticipating, the one that we've been waiting for. And because of his arrival, there was great joy. And yet, we also know that in the story, it's not all joy. There's also difficulty, And there's even tragedy because some didn't recognize, some didn't notice the Messiah. Some didn't get it because it wasn't what they were looking for. It wasn't what they were expecting. So for the next part of the story, we turn to Matthew chapter 2 and we read this. Now, after Jesus was born, this was after his birth in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard all this, he was troubled. Why was he troubled? Because the wise men are coming saying there's going to be a new king. You know, we've been hearing this story. We've heard the prophecy about the new king that was supposed to be born. So where is he? And Herod is thinking, I'm the king, not someone else. And so Herod's troubled with this news. He wanted to be king. Verse 4, so he gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of all the people and inquired them, where where is this so-called king of the Jews? Where is this Christ going to be born? And so they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea. So now he knows. So when the wise men heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. There's that word again. Joy. Let me ask you again, what are you expecting on Christmas? And the reason I keep asking this is because Scripture is very clear. In fact, Jesus is very clear when he says, if you seek, you will find. So what are you looking for? Like what what are you seeking? What are you expecting? What if, what if Jesus is more than you expected? What if he's just waiting for you to open your eyes a little bit and really look for him? And the reason I say this is because we go back to the characters in this story. I want to talk about how Jesus not only meets their expectations, but exceeds their expectations. And let's start with Herod. And I think maybe we can relate to some of these people. And I start with Herod, and I say that some of us, might can relate to him. And I know that's a little harsh to say, but let me explain what I mean. Because some of us know what it's like to live in fear. Some of us right now, we have things going on in our life that we're afraid of, just like Herod was. He was afraid of this new king. He didn't know what to expect. But he wasn't looking for a new king. And that fear led him to expect bad things. And when you expect bad things, guess what? Bad things happen, right? And like him, some of us, we we might be in a place in our life right now where the only word to describe what we're going through right now is I'm afraid. Like, I'm afraid of what's next. Like, I don't know what is going to happen next or how to move forward in this situation. Or maybe we've been hurt so badly with something that's happened that we're wondering if there's even a God at all. And if there is a God, how could we possibly say He's good after everything I've been through? What if? What if it's time for us to reach down and have the courage we need to really trust the King of Kings? Like, what if he's more than you expect? Some of us might feel like the wise men, and, and, and I say this thinking that there are a lot of us that are just are, are caught up here and we're trying to understand and I want to get a full grasp on things and I want everything to be, you know, uh, given to me and I want to fully understand before I really say that I can believe in Jesus or really trust in him. Maybe we feel like we need a little bit more time to really think things through than when maybe, maybe... It's time to do what the wise men did and kneel and have faith in who Jesus is. Maybe he's more than you expect. Some of us might feel like Joseph and Mary, who just keep having difficult situations. There's a little bit of joy, and maybe you can relate to that. Like you got a little bit of joy, but you also got a lot of difficulty happening because as soon as something good happens, something bad happens. It's like they moved to Bethlehem for the census you know, they're moving across country, and then they give birth. They have to give birth in a stable. Then when they finally get settled, King Herod's looking to kill the baby, so they got to move again. And it's like, ugh, when is this ever going to end? And they don't just have to move across town. they got to move across country, out of the country. And some of us might know what that's like. It's like, you know, I get these glimpses of joy, but man, it just feels like it's difficulty after difficulty. And maybe, just maybe, God can use that difficult situation to prepare you for what he wants next. What if he's leading you into something better? What if Jesus is more than you expect? And then there's the shepherds. One, one last little group, the shepherds. I love the story of the shepherds because you can't get any lower than the shepherds on the social ladder. They were outcast, very lonely, very awkward. And Maybe there are some that feel that way in your life. Maybe you feel less than. and Maybe it's time you realize that the Savior that's been born in the manger gives you eternal worth, that you do matter in the eyes of God. Maybe he's more than you expect. So again, back to that question. I I love the story of God because he he keeps just blowing us away with how faithful and how good he is. He's always more than we expect. So what are you expecting? What if, what if, we just need to open our eyes a little bit more. What if we need to learn what it means to trust him a little more? Lean more into him. Because you see, It's your choice. You get to choose what happens next in your relationship with God. You know, for Joseph and Mary, they made the choice to keep moving forward, keep trusting God's plan. And, and, and because they did, man, they experienced the joy of living out God's purpose. The wise men, the, the wise men made the choice to follow the star and bow down at this baby, even though what they have read and what they thought was going to happen isn't at all what they were experiencing. They thought this should be a grown individual like everybody else. This should be a king of all kings. And yet they find a baby, and they still bow and worship him. And because they did, they experienced joy. The shepherds, the shepherds, even though they were the lowliest of people, they felt a part of God's story enough to go and to be a part of this celebration. And not only did they enjoy what happened in that manger so much that they had to go out into the city and spread the joy with everybody. They just went door to door, knocking and telling everybody what they had experienced. And then there's Herod. Back to that idea of fear. Even Herod had a choice. You know, You know. I, I wonder, if, if Herod had asked for forgiveness, would God have forgiven him? Would God have allowed him to experience the joy from trusting in him? Absolutely. It's his choice to make. So, back to the question one more time. One more time. What are you expecting this Christmas? You know, things might not be exactly what you expect them to be. It may be a little different this Christmas. I don't know how this, this Christmas compares to last Christmas or what's going on in your life, but here's what I do know, what we're learning. No matter what's going on is that if we learn to trust Him, that's what brings joy in our life. And when we lean into Him, He always exceeds our expectations. And there's no better example than a baby, than a baby born to be the one that saves us from our sins. Let's pray together. God, we thank you that you can change the ordinary into the extraordinary. So God, help us to learn to trust you and to trust the one that was born in the manger that can truly save us and bring the joy that we're looking for. God, help us to open our eyes and to expect great things from the one who came to bring us hope, peace, and joy. It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen.